On 20 in a row, Wax 104.5 on a cool Tuesday morning and a couple of days that are going to be very, very cool around our part of the country. May set some records. We'll talk about that. Lots more to talk about as well as we continue this day after Labor Day. Hopefully you had a good Labor Day weekend for the most part. Weather was pretty good, but we do have more rain in the uh, forecast. Chance of scattered rain. It's not like a heavy downpour. Maybe a quarter of an inch around here and down around La Crosse. Maybe an inch before it's all said and done tomorrow. So again, but it's going to be cool. That'll be the, the main story more so than any light rain showers we get. And it's uh, time to do the chores this morning here on Wax. I'm Bob. And I'm Scott. And it just dawned on me right now, it's Labor Day has passed, so we can't wear white anymore, Bob. You got to take off your white shoes and your white belt, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can still wear your white socks. That's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Greaser socks, man. Yeah, there you go. Hey, how do you... I see you got a new, some kind of a new fancy uh, outdoor grill. I suppose you really put her to work over the weekend, huh? I tell you what, I did. I had some uh, uh, parmesan, uh, eggplant parmesan that we made on it. The first thing, that grill we picked up at Smith Brothers Meats over at Colby. You're going to see some fun things with that. We're going to do some uh, grilling and some videoing and, well, some some good eating that it's an amazing grill, I'll tell you what. It, it it's a pellet-fed grill uh, and a, a Traeger, and it it even has Wi-Fi. It uh, not Hi-Fi doesn't what? play music, but I just wanted you to be clear on that, Bob. Well, but uh, that Wi-Fi, you can control it from your phone, and oh boy, it's way high-tech. And you folks are going to hear a lot about that grill coming down the line here. Oh, that's good. So uh, did they send you any recipes along, or are these all going to be created by you and your bride? Well, I'll tell you, that's one of the best parts of it with that Wi-Fi part of it. You upload the app onto your smartphone, and it's just chocked with recipes. Oh, good. And, uh, oh, boy, uh, there are all kinds of new things to try, and I hope I'm pretty excited. I hope there's more on it than eggplant. You got any beef or pork or lamb or uh, something I like have, that on there? Uh, I just had uh, one of the Nelson Brothers steers processed uh, a few days ago, and I have uh, uh, three chunks of brisket that are just waiting on it. And, <laughs> Uh, I've got two uh, freezers full, boy, uh, just, just ready good. to go, and plenty of pork, too. boy. Well, you're kind of a connoisseur of chow because uh, you go from the I grill. Am. Do you drink Revolution coffee when you're out grilling? Oh, absolutely. That's a day-round thing. It's either a Revolution in my hand or a glass of milk. Uh, Revolution coffee down at Black River Falls, too, folks. That chow, if you get down there, you got to have some, and great coffee and teas and everything else. Good stuff. All right. Well, uh, now you got me hungry, so I'll let you go uh, drink coffee and make brisket. We'll talk to you after the top of the hour. Will do. All right. That's uh, Scott, and uh, I'm not surprised that he said, yeah, I'll do that. Give me that grill. I'll make all kinds of food over there. (laughs) So we'll talk about that. Crop production uh, progress report. Of course, not out yet this morning. They'll get that out later today. They were all on holiday yesterday, so... uh, We'll get the crop progress report for you tomorrow morning. See how things are doing. Also, this Friday, 
USDA will release the September report. So lots to look forward to. We've got uh, about 48 degrees right now. It's not going to warm up much, maybe 52, 53. And if that's all we get, it'll be a new record cold high temperature for the day. The record set back in 1946. It was 60 degrees on this date, but uh, we're not going to get there today. So we'll set a new record today. Not the kind we like, but uh, we'll set it. At least it's not freezing. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire. Time for the morning news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The latest bombshell tell-all memoir about President Trump hits shelves today, courtesy of his former lawyer, Michael Cohen. Cohen started writing Disloyal, a memoir, the true story of the former personal attorney to President Donald J. Trump, while in prison on charges of campaign finance violations and fraud. He was the lawyer who organized hush money payments to two women who said they had sexual relationships with Trump before his election. President Trump says top Democratic leaders in Congress don't want to deal on a new stimulus package. Trump told reporters at the White House that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer believe that no deal helps them politically. These are people that I don't have a lot of respect. Uh, I don't think they have a lot of respect for the American people. Trump insisted he's taking the high road by not meeting with them. He added he would hold a meeting immediately if he thought it would lead to something. Former Vice President and Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden says he would get a coronavirus vaccine tomorrow, even if it cost him the election. While in Pennsylvania, he told reporters he wants full transparency. Biden said people may be reluctant to take an effective and safe vaccine because of President Trump's false statements. He added an immunization is needed as soon as possible. This year's wildfires in California setting a grim new record. Over 2 million acres have been scorched across the state, the most of any previous wildfire season. Fire officials are worried the worst is yet to come as the state's peak fire season extends into November. The two worst fires have scorched nearly 800,000 acres. Extreme heat and dry vegetation is contributing to this terrible fire season. Those in the tourism industry, at least in Florida, may see reason for optimism after Labor Day weekend. Orlando's major theme parks, Universal and Disney, announced that they reached capacity over the weekend. And Jeopardy's 37th season kicks off on September the 14th. There will be no studio audience, but Alex Trebek will still be at the helm as he battles pancreatic cancer. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Boy, that Alex Trebek, he's tough, that's for sure. He's been diagnosed and been treated for pancreatic cancer for quite a while now, so we keep praying for him. And uh, his, I don't know if he can recover from pancreatic cancer or not, but boy, he's a tough guy, that's for sure. Three and a half minutes after five o'clock, we got some, well... You know, cold to me is, you know, zero. That uh, this, this is definitely cooler weather we'll tell you about as we talk about some records. Making safety a priority on the farm is an everyday decision. We buckle up when we get behind the wheel. We cook our food to a safe temperature. And we have a plan when the unexpected happens. Farm safety should be no different. Our team at Ag Country Farm Credit Services reminds you to look twice when moving large equipment and think twice before entering that grain bin and use every resource you have to stay safe out there. At Ag Country, our focus is you, your safety, and your success. Hi, it's Steve Mann. Have you heard the commercials for the Mark Patrick Stop Smoking seminars? And they said only $49.99 and it could work for you. So I thought, that's not even a week's worth of smoking. So I went. And guess what? It did work for me. You know, my friends and family are still amazed. I quit smoking. 
I didn't have cravings, anxiety, or weight gain. Listen, I don't know how it works, but I know it works because I'm living proof, and it's 100% guaranteed. So what do you got to lose? I'll tell you what you got to lose. A very bad habit. Stop smoking now without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back. Only $49.99 guaranteed. Hypnosis designed to work without anxiety, irritability, or weight gain. Because of coronavirus, seminar now online live with America's hypnotist Mark Patrick in the comfort and safety of your living room. Live online seminar for the Eau Claire area will be held live September 16th and 19th. Register now, only $49.99 guaranteed at markpatrickseminars.com. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, as you already know, if you're up and at them doing chores this morning or whatever you're doing this morning, heading for work or just up and at them, you know, it's kind of cool. We're in the 40s a lot of places. Rice Lake, one of the cool spots, 41. A lot of places around Wisconsin checking in in the upper 30s, but uh, that's because... We're in a cold front. We're in the backside of a cold front. And today, our high is going to be in the low 50s, about 52, 53. Chance of rain showers off and on. And if that's as high as we get, we'll easily break the record for the record cold high temperature for the day. Previously, 60 degrees back in 1946. But if we only get 52, 53, easily break that record. Then about 45 overnight tomorrow... Chance of, uh, again, scattered rain, nothing heavy. And uh, high tomorrow is only supposed to be about 51. That would break tomorrow's record because the record low high, (laughs) it's hard to get this in your mind, isn't it? But uh, the record low high temperature for this day tomorrow on, uh, it'll be the 9th of of September, 58 degrees. That was set back in 1954, so... Definitely a cooler pattern. That's about 20 degrees below where we should be. So, again, today and tomorrow are going to be very cool days, probably record setters. Then it'll start to warm up. 61 on Thursday, as uh, we'll see some sun eventually on Thursday. 67 on Friday under partly cloudy conditions. Back to a chance of rain on Saturday, 66. Sunday, 68 partly cloudy. Looks like Monday and Tuesday of Next week, back into the 70s with some sunshine. So it's cool out there right now. Rice Lake, as we said, 41. Cumberland, one of those places, checking in at 37. Medford, 43. 49 in Wausau and Marshfield, 51. In Green Bay, Madison, Sun Prairie, La Crosse at 52. Milwaukee at 55. Here in Eau Claire, we're about 48 degrees right now. And uh, on our way to a record low high temperature of about 53. We'll look at other markets that make more sense next. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. You know that taking care of the people who count on you means taking on the toughest problems and that there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all solution. We're Bremer Bank. We know your path to success won't look like anyone else's, and we're ready to help you make your way. 
Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get back at it. It's time to look at our markets, courtesy of the folks at Rural Mutual Insurance. And uh, Scott rejoins us as uh, some sale barns were open yesterday, some were not. But uh, looking mostly at what happened at the end of last week for cash livestock, where are we at? Choice and prime fed beef steers were at a dollar to one hundred seven with mix ninety to one hundred one. Choice and prime fed beef heifers at a dollar to one hundred six and three quarters with mixed eighty nine to ninety nine. Choice and prime fed Holstein steers eighty seven to ninety eight and a half with select fifty to eighty six. Cows forty to fifty eight with the tops. 58 and a half to 71 bulls at 58 to 98 on the hog side butcher hogs are 32 and down sows 15 to 19 and boars are five and down new crop and old crop market lambs are at a dollar five to 141 and feeder lambs are at a dollar 30 to 225 all right you go put some uh, farm news together and we'll catch up with you in just a few minutes we will there he goes that's mr scott again Markets were closed for Labor Day, but they will reopen today. In fact, the grain trade reopened overnight. We'll take a look at that. But as far as livestock futures, we'll just tell you that uh, live cattle, feeder cattle, and lean hogs were all higher on Friday. Uh, October live cattle, 104.45. That was up 52. September feeder cattle, 137.65. Up a nickel. October feeders were at 138.50, up 17. As far as the hogs are concerned, October lean hog carcass contracts, 59.82, up 57. December at 58.25, that was up 27. Now, the Board of Trade, again, did uh, reopen overnight, but some export activities, uh, some enthusiasm in corn and soybean buyers, dear marketers. December corn up four overnight at 362. The oats for December up four at 274. November soybeans up seven cents, sitting at nine seventy-five this morning, and soybean meal down a dime for October at three hundred twelve dollars. Even December wheat, two cents lower at five forty-seven. And again, uh, the dairy markets will all reopen today. Barrel cheese on Friday traded to a dollar seventy. The blocks at two twelve and a half, and the butter at one forty-nine and a quarter. September class three up twenty-four on Friday at seventeen oh six. October. Down 7, 1889. November traded to 1755. December at 1665. And January down 15 at 1610. So that's a look at our markets this morning. And again, they'll all be reopening today. But again, taking a look at uh, some of the news in agriculture last week, the uh, moderator for a dairy tour, a dairy talk on trade put on by the Farmers for Free Trade was uh, former Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack. And I'm going to talk to Secretary Vilsack about 9 o'clock this morning and find out uh, he's working with Mr. Biden and Ms. Harris as far as the Democratic candidates for president and vice president, what their ag policies are. Well, I don't know. I haven't heard. So we'll ask him, where are they on tariffs? Where are they on uh, all kinds of issues as far as agriculture? Regulations. Are they going to go back in and put in real strict regulations? something that farmers obviously don't like. So some of those things, we'll see what he has to say. But uh, in the meantime, he was the moderator of a panel that uh, happened last week. And we're going to hear some of the comments on trade from some of the dairy leaders from around Wisconsin coming up next. 
What's impressive about Pioneer's product development? I'm here in Woodford County, Illinois. There's not a cloud in the sky, but there is a small black dot hovering over this field. It's a drone. Pioneer scientists and agronomists are equipped with one of the world's largest agricultural drone fleets. When you combine those drones with local field tests like this one, all over the country, you end up with a lot of insight about how Pioneer genetics and traits perform across a wide variety of soils and weather conditions. It's not just more data, it's better data. And better data from the sky leads to better performing crops on the ground. Drone fleets, one of the things that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, let's hear some of the comments from our dairy leaders in Wisconsin at the Farmers for Free Trade virtual meeting last week. Again, former Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack was the moderator, and he asked those leaders about the opportunities and the challenges to expand dairy exports around the world. Talked about it with uh, Chad Vincent first, then Randy Romanski, our designee as Agriculture Secretary, and finally Jim Mulhern with National Milk. But here are the comments of uh, Chad Vincent on opportunities and challenges for dairy around the world moving forward. Yeah, I think the uh, the single biggest opportunity we have is, I know you said not COVID, but for, for and I'm, I'm playing close to home in Wisconsin, it's really getting the ability back to have, have foreign buyers come to the state. I mean, once we get people in the state and they see the infrastructure and they see the cheese and they see the dairy that we produce and, and the quality, the sales just flow from that. Uh, and I think the biggest barrier, once again, to, re- to reiterate what Jeff has, and I think the common food name um, and, the, and the intellectual property that, that we're trying to get that are that's being blocked from us, are blocking our cheese access to too many countries around the globe. I think that's really one of the, the biggest barriers that we face. Randy? Um, I think uh, opportunities, I guess I would focus in Wisconsin on the strength and diversity of our agriculture industry, specifically uh, because we're talking about uh, dairy today, the strength and diversity of our dairy industry. Uh, We produce a variety of of, uh, high-quality dairy products. That's certainly, uh, we are a leader uh, of that uh, internationally. Uh, Cheese is well-known. Uh, we have the, the great fortune, uh, Jeff from Sartori is, is joining us today. Their, their name is known and respected throughout the world. Uh, we have a variety of, of, uh, of uh, companies like that in Wisconsin uh, who, again, just need to have that opportunity to compete on a fair basis. I think Jeff used the word fair basis on the front end. Um, is, is, as far as uh, barriers, I think we... we uh, you know, the, the instability or the lack of coalitions to address some of these things internationally. Um, I think it's important that, uh, uh, that uh, we, as, as, a, as the state of Wisconsin, are trying to promote fairness. Um, and uh, I think you'll, that sounds like a common, uh, common denominator from what people have said so far. So I guess uh, barriers are, are anything that gets in the way of that fair, open uh, competition. Okay, last but certainly not least, Jim, you, you obviously are dealing with lots of opportunities and many, many, many barriers from your perspective at National Milk. Your thoughts? 
Well, I think the panelists have put it very, very well. It sums it up well. The opportunity for our industry is huge. We are the among the most efficient milk-producing uh, countries in the world, um, and we have um, a, a strong processing industry. What we need to capitalize on the opportunity we have domestically with our strong industry is trade agreements that will level the playing field. We face so many barriers, both tariff and non-tariff, around the world that until we can get that more level playing field, you look at you know any any market you look at, um, the EU or New Zealand generally have better tariff advantages than we do in most of those countries. So we need to focus from U.S. trade policy that is designed to create that level playing field. We don't need any special advantage. We need just to have a level playing field. And on on the barrier side, it's it's really it's what Jeff said. It is the, the flip side of the opportunity. The barrier is if we don't have a trade policy that makes uh, increasing U.S. dairy trade one of the key focuses of that approach, then we're going to continue to try to play catch-up, which is the position we're in now. So the opportunity is there. The barriers are, are a lack of a focus uh, in trade policy on expanding and growing that U.S. market access. If we can get that done, I think we have tremendous opportunity, tremendous upside. Again, those are three leaders and opportunities and chalice. You heard tariffs in there. And you heard protectionism in there, so hopefully some of those things can be dealt with. We've got more farm news coming up on WAX. Farm news brought to you by Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grain. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 19 minutes after 5, let's get some farm news this morning. Scott, what's going on? There's still about $6 billion left in the first coronavirus food assistance program, Treasury. And if farmers want to get some of that money, time's running out. The sign-up deadline for the program is this Friday, September 11th. County Farm Service Agency offices are taking applications for that program. About uh, more than 160 commodities are covered under that. The USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service is partnering with nine Midwestern community colleges, including the North Central Technical College in Wausau, to realize the shared goal of ensuring a quality education and training for field practitioners of conservation and agriculture programs. The plan is for faculty and students at the schools to work with NRCS staff to put in place a conservation plan, install the necessary practices on the land, collect data, and help inform current and future landowners. NTC officials say they plan to hold at least one field day a year to show how the partnership is working. To help cover the costs of the program, NTC will receive almost $530,000 during the next four years. And I'll tell you, I look forward to visiting one or two of those field days. That's interesting stuff. Yeah, it really will be when they get her up and rolling all right sir take a break we'll get to you later on yes we will all right that's scott we're going to talk about hemp
What's the latest with hemp? We get the crop progress report. Corn, soybeans, potatoes, oats, alfalfa, but not about hemp. So we'll get an update on how hemp is doing in Wisconsin next here on Wax. Get smarter every day at Ozzy.com. Try a new news site that tells you about the most interesting people, places, and ideas. Try Ozzy.com now. Ozzy, it's a latte for your mind. Smith Funeral Chapel. Family owned and operated since 1956. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. One thing, if you've been following the crop progress reports around Wisconsin, you know what's going on with corn, with beans, with oats, with potatoes, just about everything. Bob Osel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. But Pam, one crop that's had a lot of headlines over the last couple of years, and I don't know for what reason, has been kind of on a back burner news-wise around Wisconsin this year has been hemp. What's going on? Well, part of the reason it's not making headlines this year, Bob, is it's having a good growing season. First time in three years, those people that decided they wanted to apply for an expensive permit are actually getting a crop. At least that's the word I got from Brian Kuhn, Division Administrator at the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection, who handles the permitting process, monitoring of the processing, monitoring of the harvesting, and ultimately doing the testing. One other item that's on his plate this year is reworking the emergency rule that Wisconsin had been working under through the U.S. Department of Agriculture. So to say his plate is full is an understatement, but he said, It's a good news situation for those Wisconsin hemp producers and processors that had previously been shut out with lousy weather and poor growing conditions. He said this year, no problem at all. We haven't been getting a lot of the messages back like we have in the past of challenges with the wet springs and uh, and the the impact of that on, on, on the crop, the hemp crop in the state. So I haven't been hearing a lot of concerns or complaints from growers this year about the growing conditions like we have in the last couple of years. So give us an update then, Brian, uh, from what you saw earlier this year when all the applications for permits came in, where will Wisconsin stand if everybody planted the acres that they intended to and all the processors get online? Kind of give us an update on 2020. Yeah, from a from a grower standpoint, our numbers are very similar to um, to last year, so uh, surprisingly close. Uh, so we've got about 1,200 licensed growers in the state this year, uh, compared to about 1,250 last year, um, and we've got about uh, within about 10 the same number of processors. We've got about 570 licensed processors in the state. Um, the interesting thing would be uh, that that about 50% of those licensees, both in the grower and in the processor categories, are new and about 50% returning. So there is a significant attrition rate, um, you know, with, with meaning growers, act, you know, trying it out that first year and then maybe walking away for a bit now and, and kind of watching it and seeing what hemp does. Um, we know there certainly has been market challenges uh, and there's a lot of hemp still in storage from, from last year. But it's just, uh, to me, very interesting that that number uh, across the program played out, that we have about the same level of program this year and the same level of growing as we did last year, but it is 50% new and 50% returning. Um, And this year we do have um, growing occurring in all, uh, all 72 counties of the state. 
Hmm, interesting. Now, one of the reasons why we're talking with Brian now is the hemp harvesting is about to commence. And that gets to be kind of a tricky situation for a lot of growers, whether they've been growing hemp for a while or whether they're brand new to it. Brian, explain why you really want growers to be diligent on uh, their harvest processes and getting those samples into you in a timely way. Yeah, well, we are, we're the ones that will be collecting those samples from growers. So, yeah, we've, we've received began receiving those 30-day harvest notifications. So that's a critical component of this whole thing is growers getting those 30-day harvest notifications into the department. Uh, We've got that through an online process this year. Um, So we have automated a number of our our processes for reporting from the growers to the department. Uh, But we need to receive that 30-day notification uh, so that we can get them on our schedule and, and get out there and get that regulatory sample collected. They cannot harvest the crop before we collect that regulatory sample. They can, they can harvest before they have the result, uh, but they, we need to have come out there and, and literally uh, taken that representative sample of that entire field or that entire lot before they, uh, before they begin the harvest process. And as I understand it, hemp can change very rapidly as far as specifically the THC in that plant. With COVID-19 still in play and you trying to find that staffing number to get out there and take those samples, do you anticipate any problems this, this year for the harvest, Brian? Well, you know, anything can happen, Pam, but uh, we, we've, we've staffed up a little bit larger than last year. So we've, we've just brought on 15 uh, sampling staff over the last uh, month or so. Um, the, the biggest core of that group just getting started as we're coming into that ramped up time frame where, where more um, notifications are coming into us that we need to be um, out there starting to collect those uh, pre-harvest samples. So we, we've got that staffing on now. We're contingency planning in case there is any COVID-related impacts, and that contingency planning would be you know, the, 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 would be pulling in existing staff from other programs if need be um, to fill voids um, if there is a COVID-19 impact there to our, you know, to our sampling um, staff levels. Uh, but uh, by and large, in the department as a whole, we've we've knock on wood, we've we've made out pretty well with with COVID-19 so far impacting our staffing. Um, but certainly, same thing could be said uh, where we're focused on that and paying attention to it on the laboratory analytical side as well. If we were to have any COVID impacts there that could, could have an impact on our, on our program as well. So we're focused on that and contingency planning for it. And again, a little update on the hemp and what's going on in Wisconsin. Pam Mianke talking to Brian Kuhn from the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection to get a little bit of an update on what is happening. All right, how about some uh, local news? Now we'll get to uh, Tucker Antico is in for... Kelly this morning to take a look at our weather. So we'll uh, ring Scott's bell, see if we can't wake him up this morning and get some of our local news. And by golly, he shut off the grill and put down his coffee cup and uh, (laughs) sounds like he's with us. Well, I don't know totally with us or not, but as as it were. All right. Well, as it were, you are here. And again, we'll talk to Tucker (laughs) about this weather. And again, looking for Record cold high temperatures today and tomorrow. The record for today is 60. Forecast high for today is 53. The record low high temperature for tomorrow is 58. 
forecast for tomorrow is 51, so uh, I, it's a little cool. I just looked up again the average frost date for Osseo, Wisconsin. Bob, you want to take a shot at what it is? Uh, September 20th. Uh, 24th. 24th, and we're not that far away. No, we're not. Well, I don't think there's any real hard frost coming, just like it's not going to warm up during the day. Chance of rain, too. Maybe a quarter of an inch around here down across, maybe an inch or two in the next day or two, so scattered. All right, some local news. What's going on? A Menominee man will spend the rest of his life in a state mental institution for killing his father. The Chippewa Herald reported Friday that 51-year-old Gary Stiver was sentenced last week on Friday. He's accused of killing his father in January. Steyer pleaded not guilty to first-degree intentional homicide by reason of mental disorder. The Dunn County District Attorney said because of the nature of the murder, Steyer needs to be supervised for the rest of his life. The Wisconsin Department of Health Services officials said yesterday 676 people tested positive for coronavirus for the day. There are about 300 people in hospitals with the virus in Wisconsin, with 91 of them in intensive care units. Wisconsin has had 1,168 deaths attributed to the coronavirus UW-Madison Chancellor Rebecca Blank said yesterday that all students living in the school's dorms should severely limit in-person interaction and restrict their movement around campus. Blank said outside of going to class, getting food, attending church, or doing something by themselves, all students should stay in their dorm rooms. She ordered the new closures for two weeks that all but locked down non-classroom activities, Blank said the orders are necessary to fight a spike in the positive coronavirus tests on the campuses, which, by the way, are rising on every university campus in Wisconsin. One of Wisconsin's largest police groups said it's open to body camera uses for officers as long as there's support. The Wisconsin Professional Police Association last week unveiled its blueprint for change that spells out the reforms that police officers can accept. The WPPA's Jim Palmer said when it comes to body cameras, there are questions about paying for them, storing the video, and how and when cameras must be used. Governor Tony Evers has made the policy uh, of uses of body cameras one of the pieces of his police reform uh, package in introduction of new rules at the the Capitol in Madison. And we had some big-time visitors in Wisconsin yesterday, both uh, Vice President Mike Pence and Democratic uh, candidate for Vice President Kamala Harris, Senator Kamala Harris, campaigned in Wisconsin yesterday. Pence told voters in La Crosse that he and the president support law enforcement and law and order. He said violence in Kenosha can't be allowed to continue. Harris visited Kenosha and met with Jacob Blake's family. Harris also said she's proud of Blake and cares about his family. And speaking of caring, Bob, I'm sure you care that the Milwaukee Bucks did pull out a win over the weekend over the Miami Heat in game four of their seven-game series. I don't know if a lot of people are 
paying attention these days, but they will play again on Thursday in game five. Wait a minute. They play today at 530. I'm sorry. They play again today at 530 p.m. For, uh, with game five of that series. Miami leads that series three to one. Yeah, and I don't know if Giannis is going to be able to play. He rolled his ankle again in that game, and then he went out, and Chris Middleton finally stepped up. It's been two years. That was the complaint about him last year. He didn't step up in the playoffs, and he hadn't right. stepped up yet this year, and then he stepped up the other day and finished it off. But when you're down 3-1, to one, I mean, you talk about uh, that's spitting into the wind trying to figure out uh, how to win that series. So uh, Absolutely, but... Uh, an old miler back in my high school miling days. Yes, I was a miler in high school, Bob. Uh, you were a Bob, lot of things in high school. <laughs> uh, sometimes in the office. But Bobby Dable said that running into the wind, it feeds you more oxygen sometimes, so it's a good thing. Well, <laughs> well, well there, that's your, your thought of the day. So, yep. All right. All right, we'll let you go, and we'll... Uh, Check on you in a little while. Yes, we will. There he goes. That's Scott taking a look at some of our other news. We'll get him back and take a look at more farm news this morning. We've also got weather to talk about as we're looking at, uh, again, some cold temperatures. But, again, a reminder, we talk about it a lot, but we want you to be aware of it. September 11th, this Friday, is the deadline to sign up for some of that money. they still got about, you know, they sent out 9.4, more than that now in the last week or so, but... Still, they got $16 billion in that first coronavirus food assistance program. Over 160 crops and commodities are covered in it. So, again, if you haven't applied for that, think about it. you got until Friday to do it. And the Ag Secretary, Mr. Purdue, is supposed to come out with a new one very, very soon. In fact, we expect it out sometime this week. And then shortly after that, we'll get signing up again. I don't know how different it will be or how much money is going to be in it. We'll wait till he makes his announcement. But we've got other announcements to get to right now, like our weather. Tucker Antico's over at Skywarn 13 this morning, sitting in for Kelly Slifka. Good morning, Tucker. Good morning. How's it going? Well, it's what good for me. Was it too cold for Kelly to ride his bike in this morning? <laughs> I, I guess so. He's got a long winter ahead, though. <laughs> Boy, I guess so. I'll tell you, it's... And we're looking at, uh, well, this is, again, hard to say, record cold highs yeah, for the next couple record. of days. Now, what's going on? Yeah, you know, well, basically, uh, we're talking about a system that if we saw in the winter, we'd be talking about lows, very, very low, uh, below zero. But the good news, at least, is that this is coming in September, so it could be worse. Uh, temperatures are going to be peaking in the low to mid-50s today. Looks like we're going to see some rain as well. Not a ton today. It'll be more shower activity, but wouldn't surprise me if some areas pick up around a quarter inch and closer to the Cooley region that may be a half inch to three quarters of an inch. Tonight, 45 low. Then tomorrow, we're going to rinse and repeat 54, the high temperature, maybe more rain widespread. Eau Claire could pick up around a half inch tomorrow as well as most of the region. And then we get down to 40 before Thursday. We warm up a little bit more. The sun, 63 or high. And eventually into the weekend, we're going to creep closer to average. Won't quite get there. Highs will be in the upper 60s Saturday and Sunday. Another chance for rain on Saturday as well. So at least among all these things, we're making up for some of that rainfall deficit that we've been running since, uh, well, basically the dry July and dry month of August. 
It is currently 48 degrees in Eau Claire. I'm Skyward 13 meteorologist Tucker Antico. And next week at this time, we'll be looking back where we should be in the 70s, huh, with sun? Yes, yeah, definitely the improvement will come back, but uh, it'll be a little bit of a week before that, yeah. All right, <laughs> sounds good. Thanks, Tucker. Stay warm. Yeah, you too. Tucker Antico over there at Skyward 13. Again, looking at our weather information this morning, but it's going to be just chilly the next couple of days, so get used to it. Chilly and a little bit wet. We'll get Scott back here, take a look at more farm news, and get into the markets as we proceed on this rather chilly Tuesday morning at Wax. In fact, I think Mr. Scott is with us. Boy, you're you're right on top of things this morning, you know what? Prompt. Well, you kept saying chilly, and that makes me think of home, so that makes, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I tell you, a good bowl of chili <laughs> is uh, hard to beat that day when it gets to be wintertime. All right, we got markets to get to, but before we do that, We've got a little bit more farm news we want to share this morning. What else is going on? Cheese production across the state and nation continues to roll along. In July, national cheese output reached just over 1.1 billion pounds, up almost 2% from a year ago. Wisconsin continues to lead the nation in cheese output, with July production reaching 280.5 million pounds, up just over 1% from last July. Wisconsin cheesemakers produced about 4% more American and cheddar varieties in July, with Mozzarella holding steady and Italian production down about a percent and a half. California continues to rank second in cheese production with just over 202 million pounds in July, followed by Idaho and New York. China is doing well in living up to provisions in that phase one trade agreement between the United States and China. That was the administration's message to state secretaries of agriculture last week at their annual meeting. U.S. Chief Ag Negotiator Greg Dowd told the group that China is in compliance with well over 50 of the procedural requirements of the deal. He also said the Chinese have recently stepped up their purchases of U.S. egg products especially corn and soybeans. He added that the Trump administration is working on a new enforcement mechanism for Canadian dairy commitments under the U.S.-Mexico-Canada Free Trade Agreement and that they have started working on a new trade deal with the United Kingdom. And speaking of that U.S.-Mexico-Canada Free Trade Agreement and those dairy provisions, a group of senators I saw, Bob, sent a letter to the USDA the other day and said, let's go going on those dairy provision issues. Yeah, they sure have, that's for sure. And speaking of the U.S. and England, they got another meeting today on uh, that trade deal, trying to move that forward as well. But Britain is still trying to work with the European Union on Brexit, so I'm not sure where their focus is. All right, sir, we will talk to you in just a little while. Or no, we'll yes, let you we go. We'll let you oh. go cook something or drink something, all right? I'm going to have some more Revolution coffee. I've got the Sumatra going this morning, man. All right. Good stuff. All right. Well, you enjoy it. I will. There you go. That's Scott with us again. And we've got about 20 minutes to 6. We're going to get to some markets. We'll catch up with Jerry Fitzgerald next. I think he's back from the pull over at Willow Springs over the weekend. We'll see what Jerry's got to say on this Tuesday morning here at Wax. Again, we're about 48 degrees. 
Going to get about 52 today. That's it. Fall will be here before you know it. Get prepared with a little help from your neighbors at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Right now, all bale and gates are on sale. Get a six-rail, 16-gauge, heavy-duty gate for just $169.99. Save on red brand horse fence, a 48-inch by 100-foot roll of 12.5-gauge wire fence, just $123.99 after $6 mail-in rebate. Get your fall fence projects done with six-foot studded T-posts from Chicago Heights Steel. On sale, $329. And buy one red top hitch pin, get one 50% off. Plus, check out these great doorbuster values. Werner 8-foot Type 1A fiberglass step ladders, just $99.99. Candidate all-life stages and pure 21 to 44-pound bags of dog food, now $8 off. And Farm and Fleet 20-pound bags of clumping cat litter, on sale, two for eight bucks. And remember, you can buy online and pick your items up in our drive-thru. You won't even need to get out of your car. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation have been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get over to the Equity Stratford sale by and Jerry Fitzgerald is there. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Bob, and a good morning to you. And, uh, well, we, uh, I guess uh, the topic today will be the weather, but uh, uh, obviously this ain't going to last forever. But, man, it's uh, it's definitely a change here. And, uh, well, uh, go in the closet and get out some of the heavier clothing here, I guess, where we have to do. But one good thing about this, you talk to folks milking cows, great weather for that. Oh, and, boy, uh, whatever. No issues for moving cattle, so uh, yep. that shouldn't be a problem today as uh, we'll get underway here uh, after the Labor Day holiday here at Stratford. We'll get underway this morning at 10 o'clock, so uh, and you had a, big, a, a you busy had a big... week here, although only three sale days, but... Uh, We'll be busy this week, so uh, why don't I just tell the folks about what's going on here? Well, tell me about the Willow Springs pull over the weekend. I understand you had a huge crowd over there, huh? Oh, yeah, that was a, a very enjoyable weekend. And uh, yesterday concluded with the uh, larger tractors and the and the trucks and uh, just a big crowd of folks good, yesterday. Good. And, uh, oh, nice time. Got to talk to a lot of people, uh, and everybody seemed to enjoy themselves. The good. cooler weather didn't seem to keep people away, so... Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, it was not not all that bad of a day, really. I mean, no. you know, sure it was out of jackets and sweatshirts, but we live in Wisconsin. You I was know, just like gonna I say that. I said, uh, you know, when you go snowmobiling, you don't wear a swimsuit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. Well, that's good. All right, uh, what's going on now? We restart the week at uh, Stratford. What's happening? Yep, we do, Bob. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Uh, like I said, the sale schedule will start this week. Uh, at Equity Stratford this morning at 10 o'clock with the hay sale. And as part of the hay sale today, we also have straw. So if you folks are looking for barley straw, we have uh, large square bales of that and also round bales of barley straw. So if that fits your program, we'll be selling that along with the hay at 10 o'clock. 11 o'clock, we're going to move right into the market auction with market cows, fat cattle, and bulls this morning. And also we'll get to those baby calves this afternoon. Tomorrow, Wednesday, our sale does start at 10 o'clock with the uh, market cattle also. Tomorrow, also on Wednesday, we do sell sheep, hog, and goats, along with baby calves. Feeder cattle sale tomorrow is a noontime start. And Thursday, our auction does start at 11 o'clock, again, with market cattle and calves. So, again, uh, although on an abbreviated schedule, three days this week, folks, uh, plenty of opportunities, uh, no matter what uh, you're marketing, uh, we'll have... 
Three sales this week, again, get underway here this morning at 10 o'clock. And again, uh, all this uh, information on our website, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page. And again, uh, got questions on marketing, uh, 715-687-4101 is our phone number. And it's, uh, of course, uh, we'll have fresh market numbers uh, tomorrow morning is... Uh, well, some of these numbers are over a week old already, so we'll have fresh numbers tomorrow. And I know, uh, I think the uh, Board of Trade and the Merck uh, opens up in the evening hours, so I know uh, that's interesting. We've seen some advances there, so, but uh, uh, gets off of us, I guess, doesn't have to do with livestock. Certainly does in a way, though, I guess, but people are watching the corn price and the bean price and the yields and everything. And uh, but, but I'm sure, Bob, you... Uh, I'm not sure what part of Iowa you were from, but did you see some pictures of that devastation a few weeks ago down there? Just oh, I had family farming down there. They sent me pictures from down there. I got a lot of them, so not a pretty picture. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, going to Friday. We get a USDA report which will update their predictions for the crop, and I'm sure it will be lessened a little bit with uh, some of the losses through Iowa. So it's et cetera, because you know we plant three million acres to corn. Iowa plants over 13 million, so there's a lot of difference in uh, the corn crops, that's for sure. Hey, stay warm, and we'll talk to you in the morning. You bet, Bob. Thank you much. Uh, Yeah, stay warm. Well, we already got furnace going this morning, so. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, That's a little radical. I'm not turning my furnace on yet, but uh, that's okay. All right, we got a quarter to six. We've got 48 degrees. We've got a high today in the low 50s, high tomorrow in the low 50s. Chances of sprinkles both days, uh, finally clearing up later on Thursday when we should see some sunshine back into the 70s, not till about next Monday or Tuesday. We'll make your building tough as a Northland with quality materials and custom-made plans. Northland Buildings. Great styles and colors, designs of all forms. You're safe and secure, come snow, wind, or storms. Protect all you own, farm, business, or home. Northland Building. Winter will be here soon, and if you need a post-frame building, now's the time to get your site ready. Northland Buildings have a 50-year snow load warranty for your peace of mind, and they build all year long. Need an agricultural building, garage, or storage building? Well, their friendly, experienced sales reps will help you from start to finish. Call 800-736-4510 or go to northlandbuildings.com. Northland has been building the Midwest since 1994. Get a quality building at a fair price. Built tough for the Northland. Northland Keep it at Rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, we're going over to Terrain Livestock and Thorpe. Michelle is with us, enjoying this uh, temperature and the lovely, lovely weather we're having. Good morning, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Bob. Well, let's talk about something I don't want you to have to uh, expound on the weather. But I got a, a note from uh, Clark County. It says, Clark County's true colors are found in the vest- breathtaking vistas of fall. The 2020 Harvest Moon Fall Tour is underway now through the end of October. What is that? They say they've got different experiences in, in just about every community in Clark County. You've been Thank on you. that? You know that? Yeah, actually. Yeah, I do, actually. There's a couple of, uh, like, down the road for me, there's one at Martin's Greenhouse. Mm-hmm. And if you go further on 29th, just look for the um, 
it's exactly what it says. It's a big moon. You know, it'll say Harvest Moon, and it'll point you down the road where it has aerials. So just look for those all along. Gosh, I think they're along like 29 and X and 73. And, yeah, just look. There's a ton of them. Yeah, they say go. If you want get a map or something, go to www.clarkcountywi.org, and you can download a map mm-hmm. to find out where everything is. So nothing at your place. Mm-hmm. You're not... Uh, Serving like Nothing pumpkin here. pie, slices of pumpkin pie to visitors or anything like that, homemade pumpkin pie? No, no, you're in, no, 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 no. But the neighbor <laughs> down the road sells pumpkins, and I think he's part of that, too. So okay. you just watch for his little harvest moon. You can go and right. get your own pumpkin and make so, your own pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're, you're not going to, so all these places will have a pumpkin outside on a sign or something, huh? It's a harvest. It's a harvest moon. Oh, it's okay. Like a a harvest moon. moon. Yeah. Okay. There's, it actually says harvest. I think it says harvest moon. Whatever. It, yeah. Fall tour. Yeah. They're everywhere. Come to Clark County. They're everywhere. Yeah. It goes until the end of October. All right. So, yeah, and if you have yeah. questions about the tour, just pull into Terrain Livestock, and Michelle will help you out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll have to get some maps. Uh, okay. Right. You're, you're gonna turn. You're gonna turn the furnace on. I told you, chilly, cold, and freezing. I'm gonna try to turn yeah, the furnace on. Yeah, but you're a Wisconsin native. You're kind of a wuss. What do you What do you consider chilly? Hey, what do you consider chilly? Chill. Uh, okay, I would say 60 to 70, but I bet a lot of people would say 55 to 70. Cold to me is 40 to 60, but I would think that some people <laughs> would say 32 to 55. And freezing. Ask anyone what is 32 degrees that is freezing bob yeah well i know that but 70 is chilly to you it's yes chilly oh my goodness chilly it depends (laughs) okay there's a there's a 70 in the spring and there's a 70 in the fall and everybody knows what i'm talking about because 70 in the fall feels different than 70 in the spring oh okay i'll take your word for it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know you had to work last night, so we better get on to yes, that. How, I did. how busy were you? I'll tell you all about it. Thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Monday, September 7th at Turing Livestock Market in the Slaughter Market. We tapped at 70 with a consignment by Dennis Susan of Radisson. 80% of the cows slipped from 51 and up. Market cows were 60 to 69, low yielding cows 50 to 59, thinning wheat cows 48 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market Choice, 82 to 93, selects were 80 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 82 to 94, with the utilities at 80 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves, so from 95 to $197 per head, we tapped at 205 with a consign by, consignment by Sigilus Dairy of Greenwood. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves are 35 to $100 per head, beef calves 100 to 275 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 30 to 36, sows were 22 to 26, boars were 9 and down. Our next sale will be tomorrow, Wednesday, September 9th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. For tomorrow's sale, we have a consignment of 20 sows. If you have any questions or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And of course, check us out on the web at tlnsorf.com. For all the Citroen livestock, your family owned in every market. Have a great day. So you're going to go out of the house today? I just think today might be a good day to work from home. <laughs> now, if you do go out, are you going to go up and warm up the car before you get in it? It's in 
my garage, which is quite warm. So. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> All right, well, you stay warm. Boy, I hope you don't get frostbite between the next time we hey, talk to you. You ask Arone. I have a feeling. Ask Morgan. If you see Morgan, you ask Morgan what she thinks. I bet she agrees with me. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. 70 is chilly. Wow, that's the first time I've heard that. It is. There is a difference between spring 70 and fall 70. Is there? There is. Okay. Well, yes. <laughs> all right. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. I'll talk to you. Oh, you sound like it. <laughs> stay, stay warm. I'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle at Tree Livestock and Thorpe. Bertrang Roofing. Locally owned since 1976. Fairchild, Wisconsin. Free estimates. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. And let's get more markets from the sale barns. We go over to uh, Central Livestock and Zabrodic. Kelsey Darrow has a report of how things went last week. Fed beef steers were at $1.02 to $1.07 with a mixed rating of $90 to $1.01. Fed beef heifers were at $1 to $1.675 with a mixed rating of $89 to $99. Fed dairy cross steers and heifers were at $88.5 to $1.03. Fed dairy steers range from 87 to 98 and a half with the lightweight select grade and heavyweight at 50 to 86 and a half. Market cows brought mostly 55 to 71 with the thin chelly cows at 20 to 54. Market bulls range from 63 to 98. And looking at our hog division from our hog auction, market hogs are at 18 and a half to 37 with the lightweight sows at 17 to 19 and a half, and the heavyweight sows at 18 to 22. Lightweight boars were at 10, with the heavyweight boars at 7 to 9 and a half. Looking at our sheep division, feeder lambs 50 to 70 pounds were at 130 to 225. 70 to 90 pounds were at 130 to 180. New crop fed lambs range from $1.05 to 141. Utility and good use brought 60 to 85, with the thin and call use at 5 to 60. And looking at our upcoming auctions, on Monday, September 14th, we have a feeder cattle auction at 1 o'clock. So far, we have 10 to 12 Holstein steers weighing 400 to 475 pounds, 10 to 12 Holstein steers weighing 400 to 600 pounds, and 8 to 10 Holstein steers at 500 to 550 pounds. And on Tuesday, we have our normal Tuesday with our sheep and goats at 8 and our feeder pigs at 11. But we also have a dairy sale at noon. Wednesday, September 9th, we have a 10 a.m. hog, sow, and boar auction. 12 p.m., we have feeder cattle. 2 p.m., fed cattle, market cows, and market bulls. And our baby calves sell at 4.
Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. And taking a look at our markets, courtesy of Synergy Co-op, Board of Trade reopened overnight. December corn this morning, four cents higher at three sixty-two. The oats up four at two seventy-four. December wheat down two at five forty-seven. November beans up seven at nine seventy-five. Meal for October down a dime at three hundred twelve dollars a ton. Country elevator prices this morning on our DTN screen at Golden Plump. We've got the corn today at three hundred eight at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo three hundred four on the corn nine twenty-three on the beans. Beans over at Stevens Pointer at 9.06. Elk Mound, corn 3.06. Soybeans, 9.22. Sparta's 3.15 on the corn, 9.12 on the soybeans. And at Ellsworth, corn is 2.96. Soybeans, 9.23. Ethanol plants, Boyceville, corn 3.19. Stanley, 3.15. New Richmond Grain Facility, 3.04. Dairy markets reopened today on Friday. Barrel cheese traded to $1.70. The blocks to 2.12 and a half. Butter, 149 and a quarter. September class 3, 1706 on Friday, October 1889, November 1755, December 1665, and January at 1610. Again, looking for uh, cool days today and tomorrow. High today only about 52. Right now, we're about 48. Wax 104.